Hollywood and from all over the world to entertain you on a giant screen with the few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. Please please to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Station. Good evening, boys and ghouls! What's going on? It is Halloween Eve. You are tuned into the drive-in speaker box. Uh, the best in movie reviews and news and 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 booze and and uh, and and booze and uh, all the fun things that 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 growing kids need. I'm your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I am Slick Doggy, the Grip. And we've got some fun for you tonight. It's uh, if you're if you're tuned in to the the, the live stream um, that's on uh, Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. Uh, if you've been watching in the Twitch pre-show for the past half hour, you will notice that it is quite spooky in the studio. We've got all of our Halloween decorations. Um, I came in costume. My guy, we talked about this last week. I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. I mean. Like I could get, I've got like I have a whole shelf full of masks over there that you could have put on. You could put on the Frankenstein mask that's over there. Could put on the uh, I got a, I got I mean I got a Michael Myers mask like right here. I got um, Creature from the Black Lagoon mask right there. I've got I've got what else do I got over there? I got Ash Bad Ash from Army of Darkness over there. I mean I got there's a Jason mask like right there. So many masks. It's got all the masks. And you're just like, nah, I'm wearing a heavy metal shirt. It's a demon. It's a demon. Uh, well, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, we've got uh, this. T- tonight's going to be a little, you know, kind of loosey goosey. We didn't. I didn't see Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, I've been busy. It's 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 Nightmare on Block Street in Fayetteville, Arkansas. It's 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 a big event that we host. It's the last weekend. I've worked basically. Four back-to-back 16-plus-hour shifts. I'm uh, waking up at 9 a.m., getting home at 4 a.m. It's been it's been brutal. I'm I'm hopped up on like alcohol and Red Bulls and and all of these things and just getting through. I've got one more day. Halloween is tomorrow, and um, yeah, we just thought we would we we haven't done a Halloween show in a long time because I'm usually busy. Well, yeah. Yeah, last year I was working because we were open on Monday nights. The year before that, I think that there was an a, an event that I couldn't, I had to attend. Actually, one of the things I was wanting to do with this tonight's episode is um, one, uh, two of my employees, or one former employee, one current employee, and one of their friends have a a a, a band called um, Thought Form Collective, and they're they're like an all percussion ensemble. I guess is what you what you call something that. Is like that, and they're doing a live scoring of uh, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari tonight at Likewise. And I thought about like bringing a tablet and just the episode of the Driving Speaker was just live streaming the movie and their live scoring of it. I think that would have been cool because it's public domain and we can do that. But it's kind of cold outside. Super cold. And, and that's like in a parking garage like, basement it, yeah it's an enclosed parking garage but still it's like not heated 
And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come up into the studio and amongst these warm lights and um, yeah, we're, we're going to we're going to get spooky with you guys tonight. Just talking about spooky stuff. Uh, probably a spooky Indian movie that, 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 that Jake probably watched. Yeah, I watched Bhagavanth Kesari, but I don't know that it was spooky. I could put a spooky twist on it, maybe. You may bore us to death. No, dude. <laughs> we'll get there. Well, um, welcome to the show. If you guys are uh, tuning in on one of our live medias... Let me see here if we got yeah we got we got a lot of people out on Twitch right now. Um, we'd love to hear from from you guys and 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 uh, talk about the, let's just talk about some scary movies. I know that that Jake doesn't like the scary movies. We had R. L. Stein was in town uh, just the other day, and R. L. Stein like because Jake he grew up on some hardcore horror. If you remember him <laughs> telling his mom used to read him Goosebumps. Yeah, and so this guy. I used to read them too. He ain't yellow, because uh, he he listened to some spooky shit. Man, once upon a time, I I sought out creepy things, and I really liked all like that goosebumps. stuff. Goosebumps. Yeah, like goosebumps. But you know, um, I just I just got to where I didn't like any of it. Man, everything became jump scares, and I don't like jump scares. No, no, jump scares is such a micro genre. It's like, not because okay. they put them in everything. They do. Okay, so speaking of horror. Um, this they were talking about the It Follows sequel that's going to be happening, which I think is completely unnecessary. I think It Follows was an absolutely perfect horror movie. It did not need to have a sequel. It just doesn't it end with it like trudging the bottom of the ocean, going to murder somebody or whatever. Sort of. I mean, it, it was back in 2015. Uh, it it was it's such an amazing horror film. You know, it took place in a sort of. Um, nondescript timeline you weren't sure if it was the 80s you weren't sure if it was the future it was just this you know it, it didn't that's what made it kind of cool you didn't know when it was or where it was but the the, the story was very much you know horror horror like cool horror kind of takes an interesting idea and plays with with our fears and it was kind of like um i would say exploring the fear of like stds you know mm-hmm. and this was just an std that kills you um, and I know that sounds like stupid and Frankenhooker esque, but it was actually quite terrifying. And it you because they couldn't see it. And uh, but now I guess their uh, Neon Films is is announced that writer director uh, David Robert Mitchell is returning um, uh, with Michael Monroe, who played uh, the original character Jay Height. Uh, they're they're all gonna be you know coming back to. To, to, to make a sequel called They, uh, they Follow, mm. uh, which, you know, is kind of, I don't know, I don't like that. But they want to bring a sense of continuity to the film, and principal photography is supposed to start next year. But uh, I, I'm just, I don't know. I thought It Follows was a fantastic, fantastic horror film because it wasn't based off a of property. It wasn't a reboot. It was, and now here we go. Making it into some franchisable bullshit. Well, and having more than one monster guy is what it sounds like. That's kind of a bummer because that was like the whole thing. If there's more than one, then everyone's getting <laughs> murdered. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, th- I think at the end of it follows. Uh, they think they got it, but they didn't get it. You can't get it, and that's what makes a really good scary monster is. 
you know, the whole question mark ending, like the the hand coming out of the grave at the end is like the end question mark. Yeah. And you know, it follows did that in a way that you know makes you feel like okay, well, it's not quite over, is it? And that doesn't mean make a sequel. Right. It means that that's what leaves the audience going out into the darkness after they've seen this movie to go like, well, maybe it's around the corner. Like, that's what makes a good scary movie scary is you don't get that, like, full sense of closure at the end because we want the audience to kind of be afraid that they're going to run into that monster on their way home, right? You know, and... and yeah, don't do sex. Yeah. Did what? There was a, a, a cartoon clip I was watching the other day and it was like all these horror monsters going to like the uh the convenience store and freddie was wanting to buy like beer and condoms and jason was there and he was like no and jason did sign language and he was like no drugs no sex and you know he was just getting on to him about it um because again you know that was jason's whole thing because it was his mom's whole thing a lot of people don't and it's how sad is it that people everybody knows that jason Voorhees like um hockey mask i mean we got it right here right okay i mean it's it's classic it's iconic but most people don't know that he didn't even don the hockey mask until the third movie yeah because he was the hand coming out of the grave in the first one because he popped up on the the boat, on the boat yeah. and it free frame you know the killer was was his mom the whole time we did a we, we so we have a cocktail at Nightmare on Block Street that's in a Jason Voorhees tiki mug. It's I actually I have the tiki mug in there. I should go get them here in a second. And we we called the drink Mama's Boy. Mm. And some people just did not understand. They just knew the hockey mask. And they're like, oh that that's that's the horror movie guy. And uh, or like when people see Michael Myers and they go, Oh, it's Jason And you're like, Oh <laughs> God. Um but, you know, they don't know. They were like, why is it called Mama's Boy? And I'm like, ha, ha, that's a shtick. Where have you been? Yeah. Where have you been? Yeah, I'm going to go get those tiki mugs. Um, I want to I show the people. But, Jake, you're going to have to give them some news. I got some news. You know what? Today, uh, October 30th, is the anniversary of the War of Worlds radio uh, where they they did the big prank on the world and made everyone think that the uh, aliens were invading. Uh, that was in 1938. Um, so today's the anniversary of that. Um, and then we had uh, some. We'll get the the passings out of the way because that was uh, big news. Uh, Richard Mole that played Bull in Night Court, one of my favorite shows growing up, uh, passed away at the age of 80. Uh, and then, uh, in, in bigger news, of course, Matthew Perry uh, passed, uh, found deceased uh, at his home. Uh, so that was uh, big news there. You know, of course, most famously known for Friends, um, also in Almost uh, Almost Heroes, and uh, various other TV shows and projects and things like that. Um, those were both big news things. But something that I thought is super rad and that I've been waiting on uh, is that this week, Thursday, RoboCop video game is finally out and available. And if you want to pre-order it, you actually get to start playing it tomorrow 
on Halloween. So if you're like me and you don't have a costume and you wish you could be RoboCop um, and you have the money to pre-order the game, you can pre-order the RoboCop game, which is supposed to be canon. Takes place between RoboCop two and three, uh, and it's you can be RoboCop and merc out all the bad dudes um, for Omnicorp. Yeah, like my mask. Yeah, like honestly, I think that I think that somebody should do this, like Jason mask on. <laughs> yeah, with and he has a chainsaw. Oh wow! So like, that would be like those memes where it has the like, Michael Myers with the Jason. Yeah, the memes where it has like Captain Picard and it says like a quote from Terminator and it has it quoted as like. Um, Star Wars or whatever, like those memes where you get like the picture and the quote and the source all from different things. I brought you a mask. I see that. I can be Frankendingus. Yeah. Got you a Frankenstein mask. But oh, here are my tiki's. Check them out. I got. What is that? The one? Mama's Boy and the Boogeyman. He's gonna get you. He's gonna get you drunk. Like that's that's Michael Myers. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's hard to tell with the teeth. Beep boop boop beep boop boop beep boop beep boop. Yeah. yeah so um, the, these right here. It doesn't work with my my glasses so much. Yeah, that's the problem with glasses. Is it's just my glasses. I can't see my, my, glasses. my glasses. I mean, that's a good fit. Yeah. It's just hard to yeah. But at least you went for it, right? Yeah, I mean... Uh, Working I, in the lab late I, one night. I mean... I must have mashed. Who the balls for The must have mashed. It was a graveyard smash. Um, I should just be a young Frankenstein uh, monster. Running on Yeah. <laughs> this is such a good movie. I was, I was talking about that the other day. On my Halloween playlist at Pinpoint. Glasses are fogging up. Um... I have uh, the put putting on the Ritz song. Oh, do you? Yeah, because so at, at, at Nightmare on Block Street, I'm I'm Doctor Frankenstein, and one of my bartenders, uh, he he's been dressing as Frankenstein's monster the uh, the whole month. You don't have an Igor? No, I wanted Ram to be Igor. Oh, that'd be so but good. He he, you know he he find he out a way to it. have the shifting hump. What hump? Abby Normal. Um. But yeah, so I mean, obviously, Halloween's a, a, a really, really fun time. Having a good time with it. So I heard you talking about RoboCop. I heard you talking yeah. about. I heard you talking about the anniversary of War of the Worlds. People have not like people have not gotten less stupid. Clearly, is what the what the. That's true. War of the Worlds was the original fake news. <laughs> Vince on Twitch said, "I want to add shamefully, uh, I only saw the thing about a year ago." And it's amazing. I mean, but hey, you can't see it, but there's a yeah, I got a thing action figure I right got a there. Got back here. Yeah, it's holding something up, or I'd grab it for you. It's holding that that wizard pumpkin with the light up eyes. Actually, you can grab the wizard pumpkin. Bring me the wizard. Hand me the wizard pumpkin. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, is it not a witch pumpkin? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's a both. It's a both. Ooh. Yeah, dude, I got this super sick McGreedy. Can't really see. Look how cool that is. You can you can have his upper cam. Boop. You can have his uh, 
uh, what do they call that? The shawl? Oh, yeah, the different, the, the head coverings. Yeah, it has a flamethrower. Pretty rad. Super cool. And a super cool movie. Um, man, Halloween Blow Modes, this, this one came from Walmart last year. It's pretty, pretty dope. Um, in in the comments, like what what what's one I want to know from you guys, and it can spark some conversation. Like when it's when it's spooky season, what is like one movie that you always want to like put on there and and watch? Like mine is Lost Boys. I always want to watch Lost Boys at least once because uh, I because I still believe, and <laughs> you know. Everybody like the, there's the uh, there's that one the 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 great the, the pumpkin the sad one about the dead kid and the pumpkin and the old man. Um, I know it's hard. There's too much shit back there. He doesn't want to balance in the right spot because of the hang tag. Lean lean it lean it back. There it goes. Lean it's not it. Stay. It's perfect. Okay, you did right. it. We did it. Tony Jones says Return of the Living Dead. And then Velvet Santa says Night of the Living Dead, 1990. I like uh, My Mummy. The hell is that? That's that like uh, movie where the kid finds the mummy and they become best friends. Okay. I don't it's, remember that it's one. It's pretty good. I thought you were about like, like, I have a VHS cassette copy of Frankenweenie right here. And if you've been on TikTok lately, they're like, uh, did you know that Tim Burton and Jack Skellington way before Nightmare Before Christmas and it was Zero was Frank and Sweeney but just died and it's always been about a boy and his dog. And I'm like, my God, Internet, you are just grasping at straws. Tim Burton is not that creative. He's not that talented. He's why a, he doesn't have good movies anymore. He's a cool guy, and he's done some cool stuff. Batman. Do not give him that much credit. Uh, I also like to watch... Uh, Tales from the Crypt? Elvira. Elvira. Did you watch... Um, I watched it just the other night. I'd, can you believe I'd never seen it? But Elvira's um, Haunted... Uh, what, 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 Haunted Hills? Haunted Hills. I'd Re never seen that. Really? I'd, it's not good. It's No, it's not great. Um... There's some good. There's some good jokes. There's some good well, Elvira sure. moments. Yeah, but I had never. Really funny. I'd never seen it before, and I was going through watching some last drive-in, and they were like, "Oh, the, the episode where they have Elvira on last year was their Halloween special." Uh, well, Cassandra Peterson, not Elvira, and I had. Ne I could not believe I'd never seen it, and I watched the entire thing. Yeah, not as good as the first one. Well, she talks about how of it was self-funded. Hmm. She couldn't get anybody to uh, to give her money for that movie, and of course, you know, corners were cut. And um, you know, she sold the car uh, from the first one, and then it sat outside and got rained in because they just chopped the top off to save money. They just cut it off and painted over it and everything. It wasn't a convertible; they just chopped it off. So it was roofless, and um, it got ruined and all that stuff. And it was on an episode of, like, Counting Cars on uh, History Channel or Discovery or something. And they uh, uh, revamped it and gave it back to her. Revamped. And, uh, yeah. Apparently she's working on another book as well. So, mm. yeah. Uh, let's see. Vince says, I just watched Mars Attacks for the first time a few days ago. It was what? Fun. For the first time? <laughs> Wait. I have a I have a Mars Attacks toy back here. It's the flying saucer. 
dude i had every toy uh that came out because you could get them through like uh Cheez-Its and cereal and whatever they came with uh, toys and disc you could get the CD disc and each disc had like basically a flash game on it but it was before internet and flash games uh, oh I remember those so yeah. I dude I it's would play those somewhere. for hours hours we would, that was like high entertainment was playing that I, I watched that movie probably a million times well and speaking of Mars Attack Spirit Halloween this year had probably one of the coolest things and I could have bought friends one. has one it was $400 and I was like I'm not going to pay $400 for this but now that I've seen it out of the box I'm like I should have paid $400 for Dude, this one of our friends has one have you seen it oh it's yes it's so yeah. cool it's pretty cool but it doesn't do the no it just sprays like Smoke. mist and it's yeah. cool um, Mark Landry and it's too tall for for one of the aliens it is a little too tall um, but I mean for $400 it's just tall yeah. enough uh, Mark Landry says, double featured The Craft and Scream last night. That oh. is a 90s double feature. Like, So those two movies, to me, are some of the best pop horror to come out of the 90s. I mean, Feruza Balk, number one, uh, she was super cute in The Craft. And then Scream, like, that's that's just absolute classic. That's, that's Wes Craven, if I'm not mistaken. And... Uh. Uh, is it? I think so. I'm pretty sure it's Wes Craven. Because in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, they go on the set of one of the Scream movies, and he's just sitting there counting his money. And uh, Yeah, that's Wes yeah, Craven. Yeah. I knew it was. Um, but, you know, sometimes when you get a camera in your face, you forget. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, dude, Scream, the original Scream is, is re- you got it. You like Scream. Mm-mm. What? Dude, I don't, uh, man, it's just not my thing. Scream? Uh, yeah, that. I know what you did last summer, all those. I've seen them. David I just, Arquette? I like David Arquette. Of yeah. course I like David Arquette. Skeet Ulrich? Matthew Lillard? Come I just, on. I don't, I don't... It's not my kind of movie, man. Come on. I How watch. is it not your kind of movie? Because it's... John Saxon's in it. It's. I don't like slashers, I guess. It's barely a slasher. I just, I, I, There's like the, a knife here and a the knife only, there. The only slasher movies I've ever really liked is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I like the Nightmare you on like Elm Street You like Nightmare on Elm Street, but do not like Scream? There's so much more gore and slash in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, but Freddy Krueger's funny. Yeah, well, so is Matthew Lillard. He's the funniest chomo like, <laughs> ever. Because ever. Freddy's just like, I'm going to kill your kids because you didn't let me kill those other kids. And everyone's like, no, don't kill our kids. Freddy's ghost. And he's like, too late, you burned me. And he like stabs them and stuff because he's just terrible. Uh, but but Robert England, I, I love Robert England. I think he's so cool. Uh, like in Paper Brigade, he's like the sweetest dude ever. And you're like, that's Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Uh, Robert England's just a rad dude, and I like the Nightmare on Elm Street movies because they're fun. Um, uh, but t- like true, just like there's a bad guy murder slash with no other So you tell me you don't like to it. Italian horror. Like Giallo, Black Glove, Stabby that's, Horror. That's your thing, man. Some of those are really good. Uh, Tony Jones says, House on Haunted Hill with Vincent Price is also a must-watch. I mean, everybody, like, it's gotten memeable now with the, the, the skeleton that comes at the lady. But House on Haunted Hill, the remake um, that came out in the 90s, is actually also good. Aren't I there, recommend it. Aren't there two versions of that movie with Vincent Price? The, because uh, Vincent Price did a lot of movies like movies. that. Yeah, uh, you know what? Before we get away from the slasher thing, one thing in the news: there's an app that uses AI 
to help you find movies and particularly horror movies. It's called Picks, and in their um, in their own advertising material, this was a thing they asked it to uh, show them horror movies, but no slashers. And the movie it recommended was uh, one of them that I reviewed on the show a couple weeks ago, the uh, Totally Killer movie, which is a slasher film. And they put that in their uh, promotional postings, uh, and the internet ripped them apart. What? And so then uh, Screen Rant did their own test on it because they got access to it. And they said the same thing. Show it was horror movies, but no gore. And the, the movies it recommended were Bones and All and Scream 6. That like It was like, oh, no gore? Here's lots and lots of blood everywhere. Um, AI so, just punking us. Yeah, so that Pix app is uh, big in the movie news because it they advertised it as being great to find movies. It's like, look, you can even do this. I want to watch horror, but no slashers. And the very movie they used to advertise it is a slasher movie. Uh, so that's funny. Uh, NWA Animators says, Picks, huh? I'm offline this week, moving temporarily to East Arkansas. Ooh. Why? Oh, mm. yikes. At least it's not summer, so you get to acclimate to it without the mosquitoes. Uh, and talking about killers, uh, one thing that we like to talk about on this show is uh, intermissions and killers of the flower moon. Uh, there are multiple theaters across the globe that have uh, instituted intermissions in that film. They've uh, injected intermissions into it, and Paramount has gone out of their way to shut that down. And they're like, this goes against all distribution agreements, all of your showing rights uh, as a movie theater to this film. No intermissions for you guys. Yeah, and so that's brought up this whole thing about should theaters have more intermissions because when a movie's three and a half hours long, they can only fit two or three showings a day, which means that the movie theater that makes all their money from concessions and maybe less than 1% from ticket sales, because ticket sales go to the movie. To the movie, yeah. Yeah, the movie and the distribution. Uh, The movie theater makes their money on popcorn and Coke, which is why it's $20 for... um, two cents of popcorn kernels and, and some gun and soda. six cents worth of, of soda syrup uh you know like they literally pay less than a quarter for what you're paying twenty dollars for but that's not the point the point is that's how they make the that's money, how we which pay is for why the it theater. costs that's that why, and that's that's why i continue to buy it it's like i now that i understand the economics of a theater i'm like okay well also now with rewards and stuff like amc and malco theaters that we have here local mm-hmm. amc stuff i'm building rewards all the time because my a-list monthly payment builds rewards already so i get um discounts there wait you have the amc credit card is that what you're saying no a-list oh okay yeah, yeah A-list. and then uh i watched the movie i watched this weekend bhagavanth kesari at a malco theater i had enough points the kid was like dude you can get your drink and um your chocolate almonds for free which i bought during intermission because i got there uh it was storming it was raining it was there was bad traffic it took me longer to get there than what i thought it would even though i left early uh so i didn't get my soda before the movie so on um yeah your points all of your points in the world um so during intermission i had a guy like like freak out at amc once when he like saw how many points i had he goes uh, 
Sir, would you like everything on the menu? And I was like, nah, man, I'm saving them for Christmas, dude. Let me see how many... Oh, for, getting stuff for everybody? Yeah. Let me see how many points I currently have. It's under rewards. Oh, okay. Yeah. They changed it. I have 5,000 points. I have 157,000. Ooh, but I have a $5 reward I can activate. So, Hell see, yeah. there we go. That's what I'm talking about. But uh, this weekend, yeah, I got free drink and free candy during... Oh, my headset went up. During intermission. Um, so, so, something like that, they're talking about longer the longer movies maybe needing to institute those intermissions yeah. so people can... Because the, the theater I watched it in is old-style seats, and... Everyone sitting in front of me was having to lean and and give their butt a break from sitting in these old movie theater seats, and giving people a break to adjust, to use the bathroom, to go buy concessions. It might be something that theaters are thinking about, especially finding out that uh, movie theater the movie makers are just going to shut that shit down as quick as possible, uh, which uh, is ridiculous. I wanted to go back in the comments. Uh, Mark Landry mentioned Chillerama. I wanted to shout outs to that movie. Chillerama is is a lot of fun. Uh, horror anthology movies can be really hit or miss, but movies like Chillerama, Trick or Treat, uh, Twilight Zone, Tales from the Dark Side, uh, those are really fun uh, horror kind of anthology movies. There's some of them are everybody's like VHS. I never really liked the VHS movies. Was it an anthology? Well, yeah. You know, it's like like four or five vignettes. Like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah. that. I thought it was like. Uh, a th- a single story. Uh, Vince mentioned Bone Tomahawk. I love recommending Bone Tomahawk with no, just like don't watch, just watch Bone Tomahawk. You're welcome. Um, that has old McCready in it. Doesn't it, it does. Uh, yeah. Very much like Society. People are like, what's oh god? And is Bone Tomahawk is Bone Tomahawk like Society? Well, I mean, just like you're watching, 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 watching. You know, it's it's a movie. Then you're like, oh god, oh oh god, what have I gotten myself into? There's a butthole man on <laughs> the American frontier. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not gonna say nothing. Um, let's see. Tony Jones says uh, that they watched Ghoulies and Critters last night. Puppet Master and Hellraiser are also on his watch lists for October. Hellraiser's fun. That's another one that, like, even though you it's watch Hellraiser gory, and you're like. Nah, fuck Scream. Dude, I'm going to watch that's someone because, get his face flayed off. Yeah, but that's because it's like the practical effects and it's so cool. And, you know, you have like uh, Pinhead and he just shows up because someone's like, I'm a fucking asshole and I'm going to do something that sucks because I suck. And then Pinhead's like, and now your skin's gone. And they're like, Ugh! and he's like, and you're cut into pieces. Like, it's always someone that, that just super blows. And hard, like, there's maybe one person in each movie that's like, but I don't suck, though, right? And Pinhead's like, maybe. You want to hang out with me? He goes, we'll find a way. Yeah, he's like, you want to kick it with me and see what I do to these other people? And we'll find out later. And they're like, sure. Not really. (laughs) And he's like, cool, watch your boyfriend die. And they're like, oh, my God. Okay, yeah, I'll kick it with you. Just don't do that to me. And And everybody's like, like, what's my reward? And he goes, infinite pain. Yeah, having your dick split in half. And they're like, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Those movies are just fun, dude. Plus, uh, turns out Clive Barker, he's like, I'll direct this damn movie. I wrote the book. And then he kills it. Yeah. Like, how cool is that? Where he's like, no one directs this movie but me. And but, like, me. but you've never directed a movie. He's like, Doesn't matter. move aside, plebe. And then just kills it. It does a great job. Yeah. Uh, Vince says, Trilogy of Terror. Everybody remembers the Zuni doll, uh, the infamous Zuni. I want one of those for the studio. I've always Vince wanted a Zuni doll. Vince says there is a butthole in Bone Dog. <laughs> See, you're spoiling it. Vince. Dude, I've seen the movie at Walmart like a million that's times. That's why now. I just say, hey, 
Watchbone Spoiler, Tomahawk. It's got it's got Kurt Russell in it. It's great. And it has Kurt Russell. It has mustaches. It has buttholes. Uh, Velvet Santa says Creep Show is my jam. That's another fantastic anthology horror uh, movie, both one and two. Very good. I wanted Bordello to get of blood. the Creep Show Creep that uh, was a Party City exclusive like two years ago, and I could never find one. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, let's see. Ghost Town. Uh, he said that there is a butthole man. <laughs> hey, uh, talking about people that are butthole man. <laughs> Jonathan Majors. Okay. Dude, Jonathan Majors, bro. Uh, Disney has removed his movie from their uh, release schedule. So Disney's been pushing all these other movies back to like 2025 because of Strike and whatever. But there was a movie starring Jonathan Majors uh, called Magazine Dreams. He's about a bodybuilder that just can't stop. Because uh, he wants to achieve the look in the on the magazines, in yeah. the magazines and stuff, they've completely removed in that all from their magazine. <laughs> but they've removed that from their release schedule entirely, and um, it was originally scheduled for the eighth of December. That's one week after his trial or his uh, hearing or whatever it is that's supposed to take place. And recently, the he. Uh, got the girl that accused him arrested too and is turning into a big major mess so even though he's back in Loki uh, season 2 which a lot of people aren't watching and he was not part of the advertising materials at all uh, they have pushed out any other stuff that wasn't um, already like too big uh, to, uh, to fail type thing and uh, speaking of too big you see this uh, there's a new Godzilla short film coming out Preceding the uh, Godzilla minus one, it's a Japanese one. It's a Japanese short film. I haven't seen this. It's coming out for Godzilla Fest twenty three, uh, being Fest. released at the end of this week, November third, and it is Godzilla Fest four Operation Jet Jaguar. That's a lot of words. Yeah, that well, it's Japanese. They like to do that kind of thing. But Operation Jet Jaguar. Yeah, basically Godzilla's coming to town. Just nuclear breath and the whole thing down, and they they're like release Jet Jaguar. We gotta fight Godzilla, and so they have like Jet Jaguar in this thing, and he just comes to life and starts punching the hell out of Godzilla. Uh, it looks sick, and uh, you know what's not to like about Jet Jaguar, bro? He's like Godzilla's Ultraman. Super Sentai stuff is the is the cool. Is it gonna be like? In that, like, foamy costume? Yes. Okay. Dude, there's a trailer out for it. It's sick. Okay. Like, it's classic Godzilla, but new. Uh, I need it. Okay. In my life. All right. It looks super badass. Uh, and then, also, movies that are being pushed back. Aquaman 2 was delayed again for its third time. Big surprise. In four months. But this time, it was only pushed back two days. It went from a Wednesday pre-release to a Friday regular open. Uh, it was going to open on December 20th. It's now opening December 22nd. Uh, but projections are saying that's probably a better idea for it so that it uh, gets the weekend crowd and the Christmas crowd rather than trying to get people to go early, uh, have them go on the normal weekend, and then get the Christmas uh, uh, crowd for Monday. Okay, okay. 
That's smart. I mm-hmm. think that that's smart. I think that's going to work. So we'll see how that one does. And then uh, also talking super rad Christmas stuff, uh, Terrifier 3 is going to be set in Christmas instead of yeah. Halloween. I, I think that's a good move for them. I think they're going to make a lot of money. Like but it Art, Art the Clown. Uh, I'm surprised I don't see a lot of people dressed as Art. Mm. Um, It'd be easy, right? You oh, just yeah. got to get the big nose and nasty teeth or whatever. Uh, but the uh, it's not being released until Christmas next year. So well, 20, I got to film it, I guess. 2024 release uh, for that one. And then uh, things also that I don't want uh, for 2024, Highlander Reboot. It, yeah, it got some news uh, out about it. Yep. It's going to start filming next year. It's Henry Cavill starring as the Highlander. Uh, oh, well, yeah, we talked about that. I remember. Chad Stahelski okay that. that did the John Wick movies uh, is going to do it. But the part that kind of sucks is the guy that wrote John Wick 4 is the guy writing it. And John mm. Wick 4 is like the least good of the John yeah. Wick movies. Um Right now, the, the the theory is that they're going to mix in elements from all of the movies, all of the TV series, and see what happens there. So does that mean that they're going to bring in stuff from the anime? Um, are they going to have the Watchers from the from the TV series um, mixed in with stuff from like the movie? Uh, please bring in uh, Clancy Brown as the Kurgan uh, because they're immortals. They can look however. Um, that would be that would be awesome. Or can they do like they've done the previous um, Highlander movies where they have Connor, Duncan, and then have Henry Cavill be a completely separate character? Oh. Please don't make him be Connor. Please don't that, ruin okay, Highlander. That would be- have him be a third one. Have yeah. him be a third one and bring in... That would be Connor cool. and Duncan. Have the three of them on screen. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like that Chris, would be that would be badass. Christopher Lambert. Um, shit. What is the guy's name from the TV the series? USA one. I can't remember his actor name. I'll remember it in a minute. Uh, but uh, have the three of them on screen. Have him be a, a completely <laughs> Larry McLeod says. <laughs> um, also, McLeod is. Uh, C L E O D McLeod. Yeah, it's it's uh, Scottish. Two, two comments in the chat there that I wanted to hit. James on Facebook says, "I'm surprised I'm not busy right now." Uh, Nightmare on Block Street's closed on Mondays. Bam, so I could be here with you. Uh, Tony Jones on Twitch says, "What are your guys' opinions on Halloween Three: Season of the Witch?" Had a pretty good debate about it at work. Uh, you love that one. I do, and I always have, and. It has become like kind of more of a, a popular debate about the Halloween three season of which uh, it was universally hated originally because, um, you know, John Carpenter was uh, originally like, hey, I want the Halloween movies to be like this thing that I do all the time. It's about scary things that happen on Halloween, um, but it didn't test very well. And people are like, well, where's Michael Myers? This don't make no sense. It's not Michael Myers. It's, it's and, like a lot of the movies we've seen where it's like if they would have called it anything else. Yeah, it would have been great. And honestly, I think it's a fantastic movie. It's weird. It's fun. The music's great. The performances are out there. Those masks are iconic. The worms, like, that come out of those kids' heads. Like, you you just, you know, happy, happy Halloween, silver shamrock. Like, everything in that movie is, is, is very great for a Halloween movie. And honestly, it makes sense being a Halloween movie because it takes place on Halloween and that was the whole purpose so like 
structurally, it's a great it's a great movie. Um, I think that it's just going back to what we were saying. I can't I can't remember what we were talking about this during the Twitch pre-show or not, but. It's people that ruin it because people go in and they go, "Hey man, I really want you know is that is that that guy with the chainsaw is that Mike, Michael Voorhees man?" And you're like, "No, you asshole!" It's you know, and 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 it's people going, "I want more Michael Myers." I just can't understand why. What 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 the headworms? Halloween season of the witch is great, so there you go. And if your friends at work don't agree. They're dumb, and I'm maybe you're the one that doesn't agree. And I'm sorry, you're dumb, but it's great. You know, I, lo- I still love you. But um, Halloween season, th- season which is great, wonderful horror movie. It'd be it'd be better and more well liked if it was called anything else, like the most recent King Arthur movie we watched. It that was one of the things we talked about. Was it was not a bad movie and it was kind of cool. Jude Law's a killer bad guy. I love Jude Law as a bad guy because every time Jude Law's evil, you're like, oh. He's an yeah, evil he's son of a bitch. Super evil. Damn, he's evil. Um, but they, but it was nothing like King Arthur. There was like giant snakes and and like weird. Um, if they had just called Cockney it boys and stuff, literally anything other yeah. than King Arthur, it'd been like you know, Sir Reginald the the knife slayer. I'd have been like, hell yeah, that is the coolest movie ever. Yeah, thieves and sorcerers, like anything, you know, Dungeons Dragons. Like I don't give a shit. Like it would have been go. like. Hey, this is pretty good, but everyone's like King Arthur, and then you walk in, and you're like, "Where's the f- King Arthur part? Where's Merlin? Where's any of it?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vince on Twitch asks, "Does anyone want to guess what Carpenter's least liked Halloween? The movie? newest one, the most recent one. What was it? The the third Halloween movie. ends. That was the is most that recent was, one that just yeah, came out I of the of the David Gordon Green trilogy. I imagine it's um, the second one. Actually, thought was pretty good. Yeah, the first is Rob Zombie Halloween. I believe that. Really? I don't even acknowledge that one existing. I don't. I don't. The yeah. first one's not that bad. Though. Is that the one where they were like he's like a, a he's Native sta- American with the thorn of the demon? No, and like I don't whatever. think so. Because he's like he's standing in the middle of that prison yard and he's like eight feet tall. And then it's like they they go to transport him, like move him in an ambulance or something. That's like all and he, of them. He gets yeah, I know. It's like every one of them. Uh, even like, isn't that how um, season of the it's witch Halloween. opens? Halloween. You can't move Michael Myers. Isn't I that, know him. He's the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Isn't that how season of the witch opens? Is with an ambulance crashing at a river or whatever? That's all of them. Yeah, every single, every single one, one, of one of them. them. Yeah. He's going home. Where is Laurie Strode? The the Strode residence. He goes to Haddonville, Illinois. Like, and it's always playing old clips of Doctor. How Loomis. is the one that he he doesn't like? Not the one where like he he like convinces Laurie that they're siblings, and then she decides not to kill him while he's hanging upside down. So then he just immediately kills her. Like that's stupid. That one's dumb. Actually, I I think to me, if you're gonna watch the Michael Myers, whatever. You watch them Halloween 1, Halloween 2, Halloween H2O, and then Halloween, like the David Gordon Green one, like Halloween Kills or whatever. Like, that's the order you watch them. H2O, I mean, I'm pretty sure Michael gets his head cut off in that one, but it's Jamie Lee Curtis comes back, and I think it also has Busta Rhymes. And um, We're saying only watch the ones that have Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Basically, yeah. Yeah, because she's the best part. 
Um, Which one is it where they say that they're siblings, though? Because that's been completely undone by the new ones. Well, because she died in that one. Yeah. Uh, Velvet Santa says, I sound like an elderly lead singer of the B-52s. Well, they are also all elderly. <laughs> and that's so. true. And on down on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that guy. Love ya. Anyway, uh, Rock Lobster is always on many, many Halloween playlists. And I don't know why, because it's not a spooky song. I think it's just because it goes, brown, 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 brown. And it has that, like... That rockabilly, skadoodle it up, yeah, yeah. Dude, I grew up listening to B fifty twos, and then they put it in one friggin' Family Guy episode, and all of a sudden, everyone knows that. Yeah. Uh, James says on Facebook, "I'm very interested in your take on the Panderverse, the state of Hollywood." If I didn't miss it, oh, this we, I mean, we there's talk like about a, it all the time. Yeah, there's a whole South Park episode out that out there about that now. Which, if I ever have Paramount, I will watch. I mean, everything's, we're all pander, like, pander bears, you know? It's, it's, Hollywood's broken right now. I mean, that's just, that's the real conversation. It's, it's not one particular studio. It's not one, it's, it's, what's the, um, the horror movie or every movie trope? It's like, it was you, it was you the whole time. You know, and it's us, the audiences. We're we're the ones to blame. Like everyone's saying that these studios are the bad guys for like making crap that's like uninteresting and uninspired, and they are only making it because that's what we give money to. You know, so like, uh, and unfortunately, it punishes just people like us that are the extreme minority that want interesting content or are willing to try interesting content that may be unfamiliar to ourselves. But um, everything else, we we did it to ourselves. It's true. You know? Like, I do not want a Highlander remake, no matter who you put in there. I love Highlander. Yeah. Like, things can be sacred, and we can find new things to like. Like, that's, that's you know, I don't like this, this constant drag out of fandom. It actually makes me become an anti-fan of things that I love, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, something needs to be sacred, and something needs to be like kind of precious and cherished to be like oh but this the way this made me feel you can't recapture that all the time and the more you do it and the more you pander to it the 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 more it, it, it stops and then yeah. you just end up hating it well and and everyone always clamors for change people come into something that's existed forever and has their fans and it's been locked in for decades and then they ask for it to change uh, and they because they want it to include them or pander to them, and it, it it's it ruins things because then all they do is alienate the people that have spent those decades with them. Uh, in fact, right now, uh, so I like Warhammer, right? I like the lore. I've, I've for a long time liked lore and video games stuff like that. Recently, into the tabletop uh, a bit. But there's a, a thing in that where people are asking, or it, it started as a joke, but there's some people taking it very seriously uh, to have female space marines, which is very, very clearly stated as like not a possible thing because there, of how space marines are made. There are plenty of female females, badasses ba- in yeah. Warhammer. Yeah, but they want. What's the, the one like whole ra- sisters of battle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're they're clamoring for that, and a lot of people online are asking for that and attacking Games Workshop for that. And it's like, dude, there's 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 a nearly uninterrupted 
un unflinching lore since the early or mid 80s on this and it's like it's changed a little bit and evolved a little bit but it's never like outright just been like no this is completely different and and they want everything to change for them and you can't do that kind of thing you can't come into something and ask for it to change for you when it's there's there's legions of people uh which is why i quit reading comics because every time you would pick up a new comic book they're like oh your favorite character sucks on wieners now and you're like well, he didn't do that the last 70 years. And they're like, sorry, dude. He or, decided yesterday. Or, or the inverse. It's like your favorite character that's been sucking on wieners since the 90s comes around and it's like in a wheelchair and yeah. is banging chicks. And you're like, no. Yeah, or they're like, yeah, your, your favorite character is now, that character's done. And there's a new version of that same character and it's a whole different person. Uh, and it's like, I don't want that. Like, Just make no. a new one. Make a new character. Make a new one. Yeah, change nothing about the person that's there make a whole difference give me another one and you can make it whatever you want to be and and i like it you know like there's and it's funny because a lot of people like to call call people you know, like, oh well you're just being like you know misogynistic or racist or it's like what how no no because there's there's plenty of like um you know disabled uh, comic book characters that are awesome. There's plenty of black comic book characters that are awesome. There's plenty of female comic book characters that are awesome. There's plenty of Asian comic book characters that are awesome. Well, and like, you know, and then they're awesome. So like like let's make let's make unique stuff. I'm not mad at at what you're doing in terms of like creating a character. I'm mad at your changing one that already that I already like just to pander just to pander yeah it's like did they did they let Howard the Duck smoke cigars in the Marvel movies they didn't did they no I don't think so yeah don't do that Howard always has a cigar don't pander to and well like Vince Vance just said uh, Vince just said on Twitch he said they don't make a new one because it's all about name recognition um, which is and, and that's the thing like going back to the very beginning of the show like Back at Nightmare on Block Street, you know, we're selling cocktails. And if you're just listening to the audio version, you can't see I'm holding up a, a Jason Voorhees tiki mug. And people are just like, oh, I, I know what that mask is. That's the horror movie guy. That's a Jason, I think. I've never really, but that's cool. I want that. Not They don't care about anything. They're just like, yeah, that. I, I, I recognize the name. There are plenty of cool spooky tikis that I would have rather had. But I got this one because I know people are going to, uh, uh. And they're gonna give me forty dollars for it. Yeah. What if uh, Bob Barker's organization decided that Wolfman needed to be neutered because uh, they they want to make sure that people are spaying and neutering their pets? But you know what? Wolfman has nards, man. Wolfman. Scott Wolfman nards. Scott nards. You can't do that. You can't pander like that. Can't Leave it alone. It's been established. Wolfman's got nards. Let's just make something new. Cheetah Man can be spayed and neutered. Sure. You know, we don't have Cheetah Man. Let's make one. Yeah. And he can be nard free. Wolfman's got nards. Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, you know, and, and that that's that's the problem with modern filmmaking is and, and you talk to a lot of directors and a lot of Hollywood stars and they're they're they'll even agree with you. They're like creativity is dying because they're they're pandering to dollar bills and what people most people are I mean, I, I I hate to throw Velvet Santa on Twitch under the bus, but there's so many people that are like, eh, it's not pants worthy. I'm not gonna put on pants and go see it. I'll wait till it's like free or, or non-existent. So, um, you know, it's it's again, we kind of did it to ourselves. Unfortunately. So James comes in and, and mentions one of the characters that I was intentionally avoiding mentioning there, 
saying that Miles Morales is an example of a character reimagined right. It's not the thing. That's, uh, he wasn't reimagined. Miles Morales took over Ultimate Spider-Man after they decided they needed to change Peter Parker in Ultimate Spider-Man 2. Um, but then they brought him in, and like in the video games, Miles Morales and Peter Parker exist in the same place. And it, it's it's that they ju they're just like, well, here's Spider-Man in a different package. Stop. Don't do that. He, why does he have electric powers? That has nothing to do with what spiders are. Uh, none of it is... I don't. I can't articulate. Does Miles Morales have electric powers? Yeah. Yep. Sure, sure does. Because watch out for those electric spiders, bro. Well, okay. So the one, the one that I kind of just give a pass to is the whole spider thing because they're like these all exist at the same time. You know, a lot of these reimaginings and reboots and re whatevers are like we're replacing this one with this one. At least in Spider Man, they're like, well. Here's this one. Here's another well, version. Here's another in version. In Ultimate, Miles did replace Peter Parker, but then people were like, "Oh, look at that! It's a different Spider-Man." So then they, it's a whole fucked up thing. Ultimate's a different universe. Uh, um, movies uh, that yeah, get off my lawn. Yeah, I'm an old dude here. That are uh, I, there's a couple of movies coming out in theaters this week that I wanted to mention because one of them was shot here in Northwest Arkansas at our airport, um, and it's called really? yeah. It's called What Happens Later. It's directed by Meg Ryan, starring Meg Ryan and David Duchovny. Uh, it was shot right here in Northwest Arkansas at XNA. Um, you probably recognize. Uh, How did I not hear about this at all? Yeah. I have friends that work at that airport, and no one was like, dude, David Duchovny's. Like, I would have had him sign my copy of Zoolander. Yeah, there was a, there's a, a photo of some behind-the-scenes pics at our, our local XNA airport. Um, but, yeah, that one's coming out in theaters. Uh, limited release, probably a lot on streaming right now, uh, but that's getting released this uh, week. Also, uh, Deep Rising, which I wish they would stop naming movies about the ocean with this combo of words, but it's a documentary about uh, just the deep ocean. It's uh, narrated by Jason Momoa because, uh, you know, Aquaman, I guess that was a smart move. Uh, and also coming out, The uh, Marsh King's Daughter, uh, directed by Neil Berger. It's got Daisy Ridley. You may recognize her from uh, Ray fame, as well as Ben Mendelsohn and Brooklyn Prince. It is about a woman seeking revenge against a man who kidnapped her mother. Uh, and then also coming out in uh, semi-expanded release is uh, Sofia Coppola's Priscilla. Uh, of course, it is the story of Priscilla, who ended up marrying Elvis Presley. Uh, maybe you've heard of him. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, Sophia Coppola's new one. A lot of people talking about it. And um, it's coming out this weekend. So that's that's what's coming out this weekend. How about it? And then, uh, yeah, uh, Vince pointed out that a moment ago we only had five minutes for my movie review. Thanks, Vince. Don't worry. We can make it quick since... Indian movies are hated on this. We don't pander to those movies. Uh, this was the new Telugu movie uh, that I, I went and watched. It's been out for about two weeks, but um, you know, there's been a lot of big 
uh, good choices for Indian movies out. Like I watched Leo last week, uh, which, oh, I want to ask for the banners they had at the theater I went to. Uh, we got Bhagavanth Kasari. There were s- several other choices. Um, but this is the one I went and watched. It's Telugu movie starring uh, Nandamuri uh, Balakrishna. He was in Virasimha Reddy. Uh, he's been in over 100 films. He's a Telugu star and politician uh big names in this but this movie brought in people from all over indian cinema man they had uh arjun rampal he is a big hindi actor he was in raw one uh om shanti om shanti om and don uh with uh Rukh khan in all three of those he was the titular raw one uh and this was his official telugu debut uh, which is kind of a big deal. Uh, we have an up-and-comer, Sri Re- Leela, uh, playing the do- the daughter, uh, and then she's big in Canada cinema. <laughs> she was actually born here in the U.S., uh, but uh, yeah, up-and-comer, eight movies out with eight in production right now. And then your your staples of Telugu and Tamil cinema, you have like uh, Raghu Babu and uh, VTV Ganesh. Uh, none of those names mean anything to you guys, but if you look them up, you'll be like, I've seen that dude in Indian movies. Um, this movie's sick, dude. Uh, main guy, he's in prison. You don't know why. Uh, he, of course, stops someone from being murdered, beats him up, earns the trust of the warden who, um, lets him around his daughter and stuff like this and then he sees why he's in prison and sets him for early release and so then he like kind of pledges loyalty to this warden for letting him out of prison uh and then that warden dies on a work trip so he takes care of his daughter helps her grow tries to keep the promises he made to the warden helps her grow yeah, Waters of course. her, gives her plenty of sunlight. No, into, he helps her grow into a <laughs> strong person, someone I, that can take care yes. of herself, even though she's plagued with um, phobias and anxiety and things like that from the death of her father. Um, he's her, her father's dream was for her to live out her mother's dream, which she had died in childbirth, which was to join the army uh, and, and be part of India's military. Um, so he's trying to work hard towards that because... Uh, Bhagavan Kesari, the main character, feels like women should be strong, be able to stand up for themselves, fight for themselves. Uh, and the, the messages of the movie is um, family doesn't have to be blood. Family's what you make it, which is a pretty typical theme, you know, non-conventional uh, family and um, helping to make sure that uh, women can protect themselves and be strong. Um, they don't need someone like Bhagavanth Kesari there to protect them at all times, but it sure helps if they do because Bhagavanth Kesari is there to fuck up the bad guy, uh, which uh, they end up, you know, at the end of the movie, sorry, spoiler, they, they, they work together, uh, Bhagavanth and uh, the daughter. Uh, they, they whoop everyone's ass. It's a really good action movie, dude. It's a lot of fun. Um I laughed. I had a good time with it. Uh, there's not a lot of big dance numbers or anything. Uh, if those aren't your favorite part of Indian movies, um, but there's a lot of good action. Uh, the relationship between Bhagavanth Kesari and and VG um, is is really nice. Um, the mix in of comedy. Uh, isn't always well placed, um, but it, it, it kind of helps to ground uh, and make the action really stand out. Um, I loved it, dude. I had a great time at this movie. Um, if you want to explore Telugu cinema, this is a good one to start with. Uh, lots of stars from all over India. Like I said, you get you get people from 
Bollywood, uh, people from Telugu and Kannada cinema in this. Even a Tamil guy, uh, big star in Tamil. So um, worth a watch. It's a good time. Uh, if you just want a dumb... Can he bend metal? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Because his hands are like steel. He's you don't. He's the hero of the forest. Got it. Yeah. I mean, full spoilers is you find out later that Bhagavanth Kesari is like this super badass cop from this like forest town. And that dude right there... Uh, uh, what's his name uh, in the movie? Uh, bad guy. Yeah, bad guy. Uh, frames him... Uh, and kills all these people in his village and he's going to shoot this pregnant woman right in the stomach if uh, Bhagavanth doesn't like basically just go ahead and get arrested and the rest of the village say that he's the one that killed all these people so um, you know it, it it's pretty good movie I, I really I really liked it Bhagavanth Kasari ladies and gentlemen uh, it, like a lot of these trailers look like just like the Fast and the Furious in India. <laughs> like I mean, kind of. Sometimes. I mean, it is about family. That's the whole thing. Um, <coughs> you know, but it's better than Fast and Furious, where, where those movies are at now. 100%. 200%. Um, it's, it's just fun, dumb action with a little bit of comedy sprinkled in and, and a solid message that it's it's holding down. It's good cinema. Well, all right. Well, um, speaking of good cinema, or not so good, depending on how you look at it, uh, we're going to give you the box office roundup for the weekend, the last weekend, which was October 27th through 29th, 2023. We're going to give you the top 10 movies in America. Um, going to start with number 10, work our way up to number 1. Uh, Jake's going to tell you all the totals there and what, what made money and what didn't. The reason we give you domestic totals is that's how you can kind of follow the Pandaverse like we talked about. We can follow what's going to make a sequel, what's going to not, what we're going to see more of forever, and what we may never see again. So uh, number 10... Jake, you want to take it away? Yeah, uh, but first I do want to point out, uh, Vince said something about the Ghibli Fest is starting to wrap up. Spirited Away, uh, last showings on Wednesday. If it is a subbed version, uh, highly recommend. I don't know about Spirited Away and Dub. Never watched it in English. Uh, but the uh, the subbed are definitely a great one. Spirited Away in the movie theater is a good time. So... Check those out. Ghibli Fest, always a good time. Uh, but coming in at number 10, The Creator, uh, falling all the way to number 10, brought in just over a million dollars. Talked about? Did I talk about that last you week? You did. Okay. <coughs> in their uh, five weeks out from Disney, has brought in less than $39 million in the U.S. Oof. It's a good movie. I just, I don't think a lot of people are ever going to find that out. Nope. Not uh, it's streaming. gonna be like a nah. I think it's gonna be like a total world of tomorrow where just no one ever watches it, kind of a thing, because it'll just fall by the wayside. Um, number nine, Saw Ten, uh, brought in one point seven six million dollars, and it's five weeks out. It's brought in fifty million, which for not a Disney movie, um, low budget horror movie, uh, probably a mil. higher budget horror movie on this one, but fifty million dollars, probably not so bad for Saw Ten. Uh, especially considering a lot of people said this is one of the best ones. Uh, and then opening at the number eight spot with $2 million, uh, Freelance. That's the uh, the John Cena Relativium, movie. Yeah, Relativity Media put that one out. 
Yeah, yeah, two million there. Uh, it was only in half the theaters across the country. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty that bad. That gonna. Yeah. I think that one's gonna be your streaming success right there, actually, because that's the kind of movie that when your everyday person's sc- scrolling on Netflix, like. Yeah, I'll put this on. Yeah, so I think that one's going to be bigger on streaming. Uh, And then coming in at number seven, (laughs) defeating three movies. And uh, one in opening night. 30th anniversary release, Nightmare Before Christmas, brought in $2 million. So is it a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? It's both. It has brought in $8 million, and it's two weeks out for a movie that most of the people watching it have it on physical media the power of the theater you yeah. guys yeah uh it's and a different experience in the theater i wonder if, it, if people were in there singing the songs and oh they would have had to have yeah been. That, that actually sounds like a pretty good time uh and then coming in at number six dropping from the four spot paw patrol the mighty movie 2.3 million it's five weeks has brought in 59 million dollars uh which i've heard that that movie is actually killing it Mm, oh yeah, because a lot of that animation they already have put together from the shows, right? They just oh yeah, there might not be that it much work. Made another hundred and seven million internationally, so it's oh. uh, it's yeah. killing it. One hundred and sixty-six million across the globe, uh, not too bad for that one. And then coming in at the halfway mark, The Exorcist believer, three point two six million dollars for that one. It's brought in just shy of sixty mil again. It's month of release. Only because it's a horror movie in October. That's like, true. I, mean, I yeah. I've still have not seen a single positive review of that movie. Uh, not one person been like, yeah, man, it's, yeah, it's, go it's, see it's it. a it's good a, horror yeah. movie. Everyone's hated it, but it is that time of year, so uh, I think they knew what they had. And then opening at the fourth spot, After Death, $5 million uh, for that one. And that's Angel Studios. You I've know? seen some some advertisements was like find out what happens after you die and i'm like nah uh fucking nah yeah (laughs) but again it's is it all dogs go to heaven because if it ain't i don't want it but i i'm pretty sure angel studios is another one of those like religious faith-based film they're like yeah with all of these scientists and real people that we talk to to prove that heaven is real yeah what happens after you die well scientifically speaking you see god you go to the (laughs) gates saint peter's waiting there uh we've done the test we we did all the tests yeah like we asked this guy and we're like "What, what happens and he's like, well, you know this. And they're like, well, how did you know? I almost died, and I saw an angel. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. Yeah, science. <laughs> and then coming in at the third spot, the top three, uh, bottom of those three, Killers of the Flower Moon, not allowed to have intermissions, $9.3 million. It's brought in $41 million, and it's two weeks. Probably not the kind of money people were hoping for uh, from this one. Uh, looks like it has doubled that money across the globe, uh, having just about $85 million uh, grand total. Uh, but I wonder how much that one costs to make because $85 million probably covers Leo. Uh, what about everyone else? Yeah, right? no joke. Uh, and then at the number two spot, finally falling from the top spot, Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. $15.4 million in the U.S. alone. It's brought in 150 and across the world, another 50 being brought in for it to have just shy 
of $204 million for a concert film. No, no story, no just Taylor morals Swift. or merits. Just, just Tay Sway letting you know, shake it off. It's okay to just cycle through boyfriends. Yeah. Or actually, the song's about a wallet now, and it's just shake it out. Oh, shake it out. Yeah. 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 Uh, like the collection plate at that faith-based films. Yeah. Shake church. it out. Shake it out. Uh, and then coming in at the top spot, a video game that I feel like has been around for 20 years, but people are just now talking about it. Five Nights at Freddy's. $80 million dollars. Uh, opening, bringing in another 53 across the globe, 132.7 million. Nice job. There you go. It made uh, so much money. I wonder how it will. How many sequels what its staying will power, get? Well, yeah. what its staying power will be there after uh, Halloween. And it was it was made to be rated PG-13 uh, to keep um, a, a more broad audience. Yeah, because the kids that play the game want to watch the movie so yeah i wonder how terrifying the uh the movie can be or um true to the games uh if it's only pg-13 but there you have it that's your top 10 movies and that is our show ladies and gentlemen we are out of here we're done tomorrow's halloween we're going to get spooky um, and our own places. We're gonna. It's the last night of Nightmare on Block Street. If you live here in Northwest Arkansas and you want to <coughs> come check out what we've done uh, down there, you've got one more chance to do it. But uh, but yeah. Otherwise, we'll be back uh, probably next week, maybe, and mm-hmm. talk about some movies that came out. You know, that's what we do. So uh, we hope you guys have a fun, awesome, safe. Halloween, watch some spooky movies. Hope you have some trick or treaters. Uh, Affable Shadow on Twitch. Happy Halloween to you too. Uh, Tony uh, on Twitch. Poochie Vince, Velvet Santa, Adam Zimmerman over on YouTube. Hey, everybody. Thanks for all the comments. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever it is you find your podcast, or you can follow us live every Monday night on whatever social media of choice. We like Twitch. It's cool, and they pay us. Uh, so there you go. Uh, as always, I'm the Boom Operator. I'm the Grip. And we will see you guys next week. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.